0: Welcome to the broadcast of Crosstown Church of Memphis. We are a church that is Christ-centered, diversity-driven, and community committed. A church that's bringing people together, sharing God's message of hope, love, and service. We seek to love God, love people, and serve the city. We welcome you to our broadcast with Pastor Byron Fitzpatrick.
1: Let's get into the series for today. New series today is titled 30 Days. Amen. 30 Days. And so with this, we're going to do we're going to be looking at you know asking ourselves the question or ask the question this and that is if you had 30 days if somebody told you that you only had 30 days to live what would you do what would you do if, if, if that's all you had left 30 days that's it that's that's the end of your clock 30 days what you going to do for the next 30 days how are you going to live your life uh you know what are some things that you're going to do differently what, what changes are you going to make you know Do you have a bucket list of some things that you're going to try to accomplish that you've been wanting to accomplish or some things that you've been wanting to do, places you've been wanting to go? You know, what are you going to, are you going to try to fulfill your bucket list? You know, so the truth is we all have a very limited time. We have a very short time, a very brief time on this planet earth. We have a very brief time with the days and the years and the months that God has given us. And so uh, a lot of times we take it for granted. A lot of times we live like we're going to live forever. But the reality is that we're not going to live forever. Amen. Story time. Amen. i me tell you guys a story. So this is this guy and this lady. They went to the doctor. The guy was having some health problems. And uh, while they was at the doctor, you know, he did an examination on him and everything. And and then the doctor said uh, to the guy, he said, uh, excuse me, sir. He said, after he did the examination, he said, excuse me, he said, could you step out for just one moment? He said, I, just, I need to talk to your wife for just a second, okay? And so the guy steps out and he's taught the doctors talking to the guy's wife. and she, He says to her, he said, hey, um, I got some bad news and I got some good news. The bad news is this. Your husband is sick. He's got some serious health problems going on. If he doesn't make any change, he's going to be gone soon. His life is going to be cut short. He said she, he said the good news is that it's treatable. It can be fixed in a short amount of time. But I, you're gonna have to do something in order to help him to make this change in his life. And she was like, "Okay, so what is that?" She, uh, the doctor told her. He said that you're going to have to cook him three meals every single day, three meals every single day for the next six months. All right, and make sure that these meals are prepared. I'm gonna give you a, I'm gonna give you a, a, a menu, a dietary thing, and whatever and then follow it and make sure that he has his meals every single day, all right? Three times a day, you're going to prepare these meals. And, he was, and she was like, okay, okay, all right. Then he, then he tells her, he said, ne- next thing you got to do, she, he says that you have to be intimate with him at least once a day for these next uh, 60 days. So he says, one, you got to make sure you prepare these meals three times a day for him, and two, you got to be intimate with him. Uh, uh every day t- every day at least once a day for the next 60 days and she thought about it and she was like okay she said okay well um let's call my husband back in and uh she said let me let me break the news to him and he's like okay cool he comes back in and she says to him she says honey the doctor said that you're gonna die <laughs> <laughs> and so here's the deal we all gonna die right whether we die sooner or whether we die later unless Jesus comes In our lifetime, unless Jesus cracks the sky and he comes down in our lifetime and takes us to that place that he had promised us that he would take us to, you know, giving us that, 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 that house or that mansion that he promised to giving us that eternal life that he promised to all those things that Jesus promised us. When he comes back, if he comes back within our lifetime, unless he comes back in our lifetime, we all are going to die. We all are going to, you know, have to see that, 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 that. What what we want to say? That graveyard. <laughs> we all going to have to you know, the graveyard. Yeah, we got to got to got to go back. You know, from we came from the dust and back to the dust that we'll have to go. Amen. All of us are going to die. It's, it's just a yeah. it's a it's a real truth that none of us can escape. Amen. We're seeing it every day. People living their lives, whether short or whether long, you know that, that it comes to a place where uh, uh, it ends. And so, you know, today we're looking at. If you were told that you only had 30 days, what would you do different? How would you live your life different? You know, so just so you guys know, I've, 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 I've found out my death date. My death date is March 22nd, 2042. That's 20 years from now, y'all. My death date is 20 years from now. You may ask me the question, well, how do I know this, right? <laughs> how do I know? I got 20 years left. I'm 50 no, that's less than 20 years. That's 18. I'm 54, right? 2042. That's what? 18 years, ain't it? That's
0: 54. Eight, 50. Yeah, that's eight,
1: 80, 18 years left. 18 years left. So this is how I know. You want how to know how do I know my death day? There's a website. It's called the Death Clock. And you go to the website, go to the Death Clock website, and you, you know, put in some information, it asks you some questions about your life, you know, about your health and different things like that. You know what I mean? You answer the questions, and then it calculates your death date. I, so I did it, and it calculated my death date. It says that uh, that my death date is March twenty second, two thousand and forty two. If you knew your death date, what would you do? How would you change your life? What would you do differently? You know, and and here's the deal. You know, ask this question. You know, when we think about it, the truth is that uh, uh, I could live much longer than that. The truth is, I could actually live to to uh uh the year 3000 uh, how old would i be then <laughs> that would be, oh. oh, be pretty old yeah that would be like over 100 years old uh, hey that would be cool with me i can deal with that uh, you know uh, the, the you know uh, 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 i could live a lot longer or i could live a lot shorter none of us knows when our death date is none of us knows how long we're going to live We've, none of us knows when you know, death come knocking on our door, you know, it could, it could, we could, we could die today or tomorrow. You know, I could walk outside and get hit by a car, and when I do, what is it, game over? You know, I could have cancer and not even know it, and get the, you know, doctor tell me that I got six months to live. You know, I could have a heart attack and just drop dead. You know, uh, we just lost, uh, uh recently here, Bobby OJ. You know, he was live on the radio station and had a little, I think he had, uh, I don't know if he was on a commercial break or something like that, but he never came back. The radio, the radio station just went blank, you know, and, 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 you know, good man gone, you know, we never know what, uh, how or when, you know, who knows, you know, the possibilities are endless. The truth is if we are honest, we can recognize just how short and how fragile life really is. If we honest, we can see how fragile and how short life really is. It was that, that, that enlightenment one day, and I've shared this story with you guys many times before. It was that, that enlightenment one day as I was walking down the street and I was walking to get on the bus uh, to, to go to work one morning. I used to work at the uh, in the Des Moines Public Schools and I was on my way to catch the bus to go to work and as I was walking down the, the, the sidewalk uh, to go to the bus stop and it was it was right by the freeway, and it was an off ramp, and it was a high speed off ramp, and these cars just flying by within feet of me. And the only thing that separated us was this chain link fence. And then right then, it just came to me, man, a car could jump through this fence and not and, and just just run me down, and I'm gone just like that. And then I, I just it was at that moment I realized how short and how fragile life is. Right then and there, I said, Jesus, if you real, I want you in my life. What what I, it says that if I confess you. Uh, with my mouth and I believe in my heart. I said, I confess you with my mouth. As I'm walking down the street to the bus to catch this bus, I'm saying these things to myself. I said, Jesus, if you real, I said, I, I don't want to go like this. I don't want to die. I want my life to have meaning. I want my life to have purpose. And it says that, you know, confess, I'm confessing right now. And I believe in my heart that you are real, that you are the son of God coming to my life. I got on that bus with all these high school students and I'm crying, tears just rolling out, out of my eyes uncontrollably. And it was at that moment, it was because I realized how short and how fragile life really is. You know, I've been doing some real reflecting over my life lately. And I, I, and I, and I do this, oh man, um, I've probably been doing this a lot lately over the last year uh, where I've been reflecting and thinking about my life. And, and the reality is this right here. I've I've come to a place to realize that I've lived more than half of my life already. You know, based on most people's lifespan, I'm 54 years old. Hey, hey Google, stop music. I'm 54 years old, and and most people don't live to be 100 years old. I mean, it's 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 a it's a few people. You know, my my gra- my grandmother. You know, uh, bless her heart, she's still alive in Atlanta. My dad's mom. And uh, a few years ago, she's ninety six now, I believe ninety seven, ninety yeah, something like that. And um, a few years ago, one of her birthdays, I think she was turning 94, ninety four, ninety like that. And uh, they was having a little birthday gathering at 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 my aunt's house uh, there. And Eric, my brother Eric, was over there. My uncle Steve, different, some different ones was over there with her. And Eric, you know, he's recording with his phone. You know, they're getting ready to cut her cake or whatever or sing happy birthday, and Eric was recording with his phone. And he asked her, he said, uh, he said, Granny, he said, um, he said, what's the secret? And my Aunt Rose jumped in too, like, what's the secret to, to you know, living so long? You in your 90s, you know, like, what's the secret? And my grandma, this is what she said, y'all. She said, uh, she said, well, uh, I don't think y'all going to make it. But try your best. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, she did. I, I don't. I don't think y'all are gonna make it. She said, but try your best. The reality is, the people that live that long, it's you know, it's 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 a blessing. You know, and I've, I'm at this place. I'm 54 years old, and I've lived you know, based on the average lifespan, I've lived more than half of my life. And it's like, man, I need to, there's some things I need to really look at life in a different way. Now, I I need to try to do some things and think of some things and think in a way, live my life in a way where these last years that I do have left, or I don't even know if they last years, they could be last moments. This the, whatever I have left, I need to, I need to make sure that it's more meaningful. I need to make sure that, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, 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 that it's not just a waste of time. And so we all don't know when that time is going to come. And I've been doing some a lot of thinking and a lot of reflecting on my life. You know, I've been thinking about, you know, what is it that I'm doing that's slowing down my progress or, or what is it that I'm doing that, you know, am I, or am I doing something that might prevent me from, all, from finishing my assignments? It was, is there things that I'm doing this, that, that might prevent me from, you know, fulfilling my purpose life? You know, what is it? I might be slowing some things down. What is it that I'm doing that's slowing down the progress, the things that I want to accomplish, the things that were planned and purposed for my life? Am I slowing those things down? I, I, you know, the question causes us to be real about some things and, and, and really to reflect, you know, it caused me to be honest about myself and ask myself the question and say, yes, yes. There are certain things that I would do differently if I only had 30 days to live. And I'm sure a lot of you can relate to this. If you was told you only had 30 days to live, I'm sure when you do some real reflecting, there are some things that you can say, yes, there are some things that I would do differently if I was told that I only had 30 days left. How how would your life be different if you only had 30 days to live. The book of Psalms, chapter 39, and verses four and five, it says, Lord, remind me of how brief my life on earth will be. Remind me that my days are numbered and that my life is fleeing away. My life is no longer than the width of my hand. An entire lifetime is just a moment with you. An entire lifetime is just a moment with God. Amen. God is forever. And we're just a moment, we're just a moment in that forever. Amen. Our existence is like a breath, it comes and it goes just that quick. Just just everybody take a breath. Just that quick. Our, our existence is just like a comes and goes just quick. Go. In this series, 30 days, we're going to be examining our own lives to see what is it that we're doing or what is it that we're not doing to live out our God-given purpose and existence. We, we, we need to explore that. What is it? There's some things that we're either doing or not doing that may prevent us from living out our God-given existence, ex- existence. We're also going to be looking at, you know, things that we're doing or not doing that could take away days from our existence and figure out what is it that we can do differently to make our remaining days more meaningful, more purposeful, Amen. The book of James chapter four in verse 13 through 17, it says this, it says, listen, you who say tomorrow or today or tomorrow, we're going to go to a certain town and we're going to stay there for a year. It says, it says we will do business there and we will make a profit. How do you know what your life will be like tomorrow? Can anybody ask answer that question? How do you know what your life will be like tomorrow your life is like the morning fog that it's here for a little while and then it's gone what you ought to say is if the lord wants you to we will live uh uh uh, we will live and do um uh, uh this or that otherwise you are boasting about your own presence or your own pretentious plans and all such boasting is evil verse number 17 says this remember it is sin to do what you ought to and not to do it. It is sin to do what you ought to and not do it. You know what you're supposed to do, but not to not do it. Wow. He says it's sin. So let me start by saying this. Let me start by saying, you know, this may sound like, you know, that we're not supposed to uh, make any plans. This may sound like Sound like we're not supposed to, you know, uh, 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 make any plans for the future. But that's not true. It's, that's not what the writer is saying here. You know, we should make plans for the future. For the future, what James is saying, what James is doing here, he's trying to get us to understand that as much as we live our lives and we plan out for the future, we need to be careful. Be careful not to neglect living in the moment where we're in. So often there's things that, that we experience in this in, in the moment that we're in that we see we, we have an opportunity. We have a chance to do something. We have a chance to, to say something that's meaningful, a chance to do something that's meaningful, a chance to really make a difference in somebody's life or even our own life. We have a chance to do something that's really impactful. And instead, we don't do it. Instead, we let it go by. How many times have you ever felt that God told you to do something and you didn't do it? How many times have you ever felt that God put something on your heart to say something to somebody and you didn't do it, or to help somebody and you didn't do it? How many times? How many times have there, have, have there been an opportunity, a door just open, standing right there for you to walk through it and you didn't walk through it? for whatever reason, for whatever reason you know there's times in our lives where this this moment that we're in this time that we're in right here and so the writer james is trying to get us to understand yeah we should plan for the future we should we supposed to there's there's so many scriptures all throughout the bible telling us to plan and to plan plan right right but there also we need to not neglect to live in this moment that we're in Amen. Amen. that's the subtitle for our lesson today living in the moment if you're taking notes. So the title of the series today is called 30 Days. If, if you were told you only had 30 days to live, what would you do differently? Today's message, the subtitle of today's lesson, so that's the, that's the series. 30 Days is the series. The subtitle of today's lesson is Living in the Moment. Living in the Moment. Amen? <clears throat> there are things that we need to do right now as if we only had 30 days. Only had thirty days and not a whole year. You know, if you heard the saying, "Don't put off till tomorrow what you can do today." So often we live our lives and we put things off till tomorrow. We say, "Oh, I'll do that later," or "I'll do that tomorrow," or "I'll do that whenever." And it never happens. It never happens because life is brief. We should we we should do three things. There's there's a a, a, a three. Uh, how do I say this? Because life is brief, we should we should do three paradigm shifts in the way that we think about life and the way that we approach life. Okay. So for those of you, again, that are taking notes, I have three things that I'm going to give you. So I want you to write these things down. There's three paradigm shifts that we need to do. Paradigm shift is when we look at the way that we think. And this is like, this is the framework, or this is the pattern of how we think. A paradigm shift is when we think differently. We take that thing and we say, okay, wait a minute, do I need to shift this thing and think differently? So we're going to shift some things and we're going to Think differently, amen? The way we think is the way that we go, all right? We may be going in the wrong direction because we're thinking wrong. So we're gonna challenge ourselves to think in a different way, to make some paradigm shifts in our thinking. So number one, number one is this, is the first shift that we need to take in our thinking is ask God to turn our wins into nouns, Turn our win into now, all right? That's one of the things. So so often in our thinking, we think... (coughs) we're thinking in this, in this place of when, 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 but we don't think about the now, now, now. If you're, really, if you're like anything like me, you know, when you say you know, such something like, you know, when such and such happens, you know, y'all better watch out for me. You know, when this happens, boy, y'all better watch out for me. Hey, I'm waiting, my time is coming. And when it's come, y'all gonna know it, right? One day when everything falls into place, I can truly do what God has called me to do. There are some things that I know that God has called me to do. I know God has purposed me for me to do. I know that he put it on my heart to do. But when things fall in place, then I'll do it. Oh boy, and that's going to be a great day then. When it happens. When it happens, right? We all have that when something happens mentality. This shift, this paradigm shift that we need to change. We all have this when something happens mentality. When I get married, what you going to do when you get married? You know, when, when my career kicks off and, and, or, or when my business kicks off, what you going to do when your career kicks off or when your business kicks off, you know, when I win the lottery. Okay. What you going to do when you win the lottery? You know, when, when I, when I make it big, when I make it big, boy, y'all better watch out for me. I'm telling you, oh, when I get some money, when I get some money, you know, when I get out, when I get out of debt, then I'll pay some ties. We only got that win, that win, that win, that win. The problem with all of these wins is, <clears throat> is all of them have a then. All of the wins have a then. When, then. That's how we live our lives. That's how we think. When, then. When something happens, then I'll do this. You know, that when that, or that then, a lot of times that, that then rarely comes. We let when, then, and then the then never comes or it rarely comes. I don't know, you know, what what your when then is, but we need to ask God to turn our thens into nows. Turn it into right now, God. Why? Because life is brief. Why? Because life is flying by us. It's going to be gone just like that. You know, I ain't got time to wait. I did God now, God. You know, and, and I know sometimes when it comes to the word of God, things can seem a little bipolar because we're, we're taught, you know, be patient, you know, wait on the Lord and all this stuff like that. But then we're saying now, God, now, God, it's balancing all of it. Certain things apply in certain situations. There are times, certain situations, certain things that certain times where we need to be patient. We need to wait because God is doing something. He's still working it out. But, that, but, but when it comes to us, we got to wait on God be patient you know, to wait on God. But when it comes to us right now, okay, let, let's do this. I got a I thinking right now, God. I got a thinking right now. I, I, I got this when then thinking. When this happens, then I'll do this. No, no. Let's change that. All right. Let's change that. that you know, Why? Because life is brief. Life is flying by. There are things that not too long ago that I used to be able to do with ease. I, I, used, to be to, I used to be able to lift weight with ease. It's like now when I lift weight weights, it hurts. It hurts. I've been to the doctor twice in, in the last year. Mm-hmm. Last year I went to the doctor. This year I went to the doctor. Why? Because lifting weights hurts. I used to do it with ease. I'm, 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 my abilities are changing. My abilities are fading quickly. Some of us, you know, we get into a place where our eyes are going dim. We can't see as good as we used to. We can't run as fast as we used to. You know, there's, 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 all of us can think of things, I don't care how young you are, I don't care how old you are, there are some things in your life that you can think of that you're, you're, your ability to be able to do them like you used to do them not too long ago, you can identify that it's changing. Life is slowly fading away, amen? We spend a whole lot of time thinking about the next project, the, the next goal, the next thing that we're going to do to accomplish that we forget about living for right now. And we should plan, but we, sometimes we spend so much time thinking about the next thing and the next thing and the next thing that we forget about, wait, 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 wait whoa, we got, whoa, what about right now? What about what's going on right now? You know, my advice to me, because I'm preaching to me, y'all, I want y'all to know that I'm preaching to me today just as much as I'm preaching to you. And actually, I might be preaching to them being harder than I'm preaching to you because, you know, of my position right now, my place here I am, you know, the pastor of Crosstown Church. So I got to do what? I got to lead. I got to be a leader. That means I got to step out and I got to be an example. I got I to gotta, uh, create a, a, a something that people can see and say they can, I can get with that. And so I'm preaching to myself today. And so here's my advice to me and my advice to you. No matter where you are, if you are with your wife, You know, if you are with your husband or if you are with your kids or if you are with your friend or if you are with people at work, no matter where you are, here's the advice. Make sure that you are all in. Make sure that you are all there. Make sure that you're not absent. Make sure that you're not occupied by something and someone else. If you're with your wife or your husband, with your kids, with a friend, with a co-worker, whoever it is that you're with, Make sure that you're all there. If if you have children, you know, you're not off somewhere. Your mind is not off somewhere, you know, being engaged in other things and you're thinking about problems that's going on and solving this problem and solving that problem. You know, you're thinking about your work and different things like that. Your mind is everywhere but on your kids. When you are with your kids, be all in. Give them your focus. Give them your attention. Be engaged with them when you're with them. If you're with your spouse, you know, uh, um, you're not all thinking about a whole bunch of other things, but you're really there. You know, and I, I, I know my wife, she'll tell you, you know, this is one of her complaints about me. You know, we got complaints about our spouse. One of her complaints about me is that, that sometimes when I'm with her, I'm not fully engaged. I'm occupied by a whole lot of other stuff, you know. You know, if you're talking to somebody. And we have this bad. We be talking to people all the time, and we're not even fully engaging them. If you're talking to somebody, whether we're at work or a friend or whatever, be engaged in the conversation that you're in with them. Connect with them. Make them feel like that they make them feel like they're important, and what they're saying has meaning. Hear their heart. We have. I mean, we have this very bad thing that we are gay. We engage in conversation with people, and we never even hear their heart. People can be speaking to us about something that they're very passionate about and we don't even catch it we just you know and 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 a lot of times when we're talking to people what we do is we find a way to get in there and talk about us switch the conversation about us and that makes people feel like you 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 ain't caring nothing about what they're saying whatsoever when you're there be all there be fully engaged whenever you there turn your winds into now amen start by living start living it uh uh uh, uh start living this like now because it will soon be what be gone psalms 118 and 24 it says this day or this is the day that the lord has made amen this one right now this sunday uh uh may what may 15th this Sunday May 15th right now is the day that the Lord has made it says do do what let us rejoice And be glad in it. We need to live this day like it's the last day of our lives. What type of an impact are you going to make? What type of an influence are you going to make? How are you going to touch somebody's life? How are you going to bless somebody's life? How what is it that you're going to how are you going to make sure that this day is meaningful to you, to the people that are surrounding you, even to the Lord? Amen. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us be glad and rejoice in it. This day, this moment, not tomorrow. Amen. tomorrow will speak for itself. Tomorrow is not guaranteed. Let tomorrow do what tomorrow is going to do. Do what you need to do today. Amen. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice in it and let let us rejoice and be glad in it. Be glad when? Today. Not tomorrow. Amen. Be glad in it today, not tomorrow. Amen. Embrace the moment again, whenever you, wherever you are, be all there. This is the day that the Lord has made again. God, turn my wins into nouns. I don't want to live a win then life. I want to live a now life. Amen. Proverbs 27 and one, don't boast or brag about tomorrow since you don't know what tomorrow will bring. Don't be so caught up and so focused in tomorrow. Yeah, we need to plan. Yeah, we do. But don't we plan for tomorrow. And those plans that we made, let those plans and tomorrow do what they're going to do. But right now, right now, we're going to live for today. We're going to live for the day. Shift again, shift and ask God to turn your wins into now. So that's number one. The number one paradigm shift that we need to make our, in our thinking is turn our wins into now. The second one, for those of you that are taking notes, the second paradigm shift that we need to make in our thinking is we need to ask God to turn our intentions to actions. Somebody need to say amen right now. (laughs) I know you do. Turn your intentions to actions. Boy, I could tell y'all about some intentions right now. Everybody got some intentions. Everybody got good intentions, right? Most people have good intentions about life, but they never get around to doing the things that they have good intentions about doing. Y'all know somebody like that. If you want to say "Amen," just say "Amen, Amen." Mute and unmute real, uh, unmute and mute real quick, or whatever y'all do. <laughs> wave your hand. You know, like I tell y'all, saying we on Zoom right now. If you can't say a word, just wave your hand. I know I can say it. Y'all know I can. We have people, man. I tell you what, we have. We need to ask God to turn our intentions into actions. Oh, Going back to James uh, chapter four, verse seventeen says this. The, 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 the verse seventeen, when I read it, it said, "Remember." Everybody say, remember, remember it is sin to know what you ought to do and not do it. Man. So many people got intentions. They know what they are supposed to do, but they don't turn those intentions into actions. They don't do it. It says it's sin to know what to do. You know what you're supposed to do, but you don't do it. We need to ask God to close the gap between our good intentions and our actions. Our good, the gap is so big, man, it's like the Grand Canyon. We got all these intentions over here and where's our actions? Action. But we never bring them together. We never close. We need to close the gap between our intentions and our actions. Maybe God wants you to reach out to someone who doesn't know Christ. How many times have you ever been in that situation? Maybe he wants you to reach out to someone who doesn't know Christ. Amen. Have you done it yet? Have you? You know, maybe God wants you to connect with someone to appreciate them. Maybe he wants you to express your love to someone, express some love to someone. People need love, amen? The world yeah. needs love. Our, 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 our vision at Crosstown Church is a three-part vision. Love God, love people, and do what? Serve the city, amen? Maybe God wants you to love somebody, love on someone, share God's love with someone. Maybe he wants you to encourage someone, You know, to say that, you know, to say that you, uh, to someone to make a difference, say something to somebody that's going to make a difference in their lives. Do something for someone that's going to make a difference in lives, but you haven't done it yet. What are you waiting on? You ain't done it yet. You know, what good intentions do you have that you haven't followed through on? Maybe God wants you to serve in the church in some capacity, you know, and you had all the intentions to do so, but you've never done it. Or at least maybe you've never done it in a consistent, committed way. Maybe God wants you to use your gifts and your talents, but you haven't done it yet. Maybe God wants you to connect intimately with your spouse, or to teach, or to reach out to some, uh, to reach out to one of your children that maybe you know you need to be reaching out to. You know, I, I, I better, I better take number three, and, and and I need to hang on to number three because because I that's something I believe that God is 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 is, is you know putting on me hard you know, to connect in a more intimate way with my spouse and to reach out to my kids in a, in a different way on a, on a more intimate level with my kids because, man, days are numbered, y'all. Days are numbered. You ain't got forever. You know, maybe there's some, someone, someone that you hurt. Maybe there was someone that you did something wrong to, someone that you hurt, and God wants you to go to them and to ask them for forgiveness. Maybe there was someone that hurt you and he wants you to forgive them. There's there's relationships that have been broken, and God wants us to do what, what what we can to at least make an attempt to at least try to mend those broken relationships. You know, God spends most of his time doing what? Mending relationships, mending relationships between us, between humanity and himself, mending relationships between one another. Guess what? Jesus said the greatest two commandments. He said the first one is to love God with all your heart, your soul, and your might. It's a what well, in loving God, he said there's a relationship there. Treasure that relationship, honor that relationship, mend that relationship, make sure that relationship is good. He said, love your brothers, love your neighbor as yourself. This is all about relationship. There's relationships that's been broken and damaged. And he wants to maybe he's telling you, hey, you need to mend some of these relationships, but you haven't done it yet. uh, What good intentions do you have that you haven't acted on yet? Close the gap between your intentions and your actions because life is just too short. Amen. My grandmother, you know, she was my world. My Maria, that's what we called her. She was my world. You know, she is, she's the one that's responsible for a lot of my upbringing. She's the one that's responsible for my values and my worth ethic and you know, my self-pride. She's responsible for how I treat people with respect and how I love people. You know, I'm not a, I don't, I don't think I'm a bad person. I think I try to do good by everybody. And my grandmother, that was something that she instilled. There was a lot of qualities you know, that she instilled in me that I still carry to this day. You know, I I told her, you know, many times that I love her. I told her many times about how much I love her and whatever, but I never really told her how much I really appreciated the sacrifices that she made for me, I'm sure some of you can relate to that. People in your life that was so impactful. you yeah, you told them you love them. You told them you appreciated. you did things for them, whatever. But have you ever really, really just sat them down and just told them how much you appreciated the sacrifice they made for them? You know, I remember me and my sister you, years ago, we had we were talking, and we came up with the idea that we were going to, uh, uh, make a family cookbook of all Mudia's recipes. Mudia was the best cook in the world. I know your grandmama, your mama, whoever is the best cook in the world to you, but my Muddy was the best cook in the world for me. I ain't ain't no replacing. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, ain't no replacing. You know, so we was going to, we came up with the idea to come up with a family cookbook, right? And this family cookbook, we're going to get all her recipes, put them down in the book, and we're gonna. You know, have it published or whatever get it printed up and we're gonna give them to the family you know maybe it's birthday gifts or Christmas gifts or whatever we're gonna you know get them distributed to the family or maybe we're gonna sell them I don't know what we're gonna do but anyway, we're gonna do this book and 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 we're gonna have all of her favorite dishes in there all of her cakes, her pies, you know her, and, and, and everybody claims that they mama or their grandma got the best uh, chicken and dressing in the world, or turkey and dressing in the world. No, y'all ain't better than Muddy Eels. I'm just telling y'all this right now. So
0: <laughs>
1: keep it quiet. Muddy was the best. We want to have that, man. And then something happened Alzheimer's came. Me and my sister, we talked about this, and this was like, you know, it, 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 was, it was a win, 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 win. And it, it, it never came, it never happened. And, and Alzheimer's set in and, you know, trying to get these 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 uh, recipes from her, she lost, she was losing her memory. You know, the chance to make this book became, you know, uh, 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 it, it became something that was almost impossible to do because her memory had started fading and fading fast. I remember I had called her up one time and I was uh, making some, I bought an ice cream maker and I was going to make some homemade ice cream, right? And I called her up. And I asked her for the recipe. She gave me the recipe, man. I was so happy. I was so excited. I'm making some homemade ice cream for the first time, man. I got this nice little fancy, you know, ice cream making everything, you know. Man, I make the ice cream, man. It's, it's, it's churning in there. G-g-g-g-g. Got the ice and the, uh, the rock salt and everything, man. I mean, it was like 4th of July, I man. I mean, people was excited. Everybody was ready to taste that ice cream. Man, that ice cream came out. Man, it was so sweet. None of us could eat it. I had to throw it away. It was just too sweet. And I'm like, what happened? Mother has never, ever, ever, ever in my lifetime, in my experience, made a mistake on the ingredients that she used in her homemade ice cream. But this time she did. I think she gave me like triple the amount of sugar that was supposed to go in it. And I, I, it, was, it was like, oh, wow, uh, guys, we would we, we, have missed the opportunity. We missed it. You know, and and there was there was things that you know. Thank God, thank God, Marguerite got her sweet potato pie recipe. Marguerite got her sweet potato pie recipe before her memory faded. And and right now, my mom, you know, when Marguerite, you know, when it come to make a sweet potato pie, my mom says, uh, "Marguerite, you make the sweet potato pie because you make it better than me. You make it like Muddy do." And so Marguerite got that. Thank God. You know, we all had good intentions, but we never, with all of our good intentions you know, that would have left another piece of her legacy that would have been left behind and been able to bless the lives of many people. It would have been able, you know, our intentions were never put into action, though. You know, you have had, you have no idea of what God might be doing uh, 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 when he puts something on your heart. You have no idea the the capacity or the the magnitude, or the impact that it would make on the lives of people when God puts something on your heart. You need to be obedient to what God has called you to do. Never let the good go undone. Do it today before the sun goes down, amen? The Bible, the description of the Bible said, work while it's day. Work while the sun is still up, because when that sun goes down, man, it's, it's, you forget about it. I remember we went on a mission trip in in uh, Costa Rica and we went to this village was was out in the middle of nowhere. It was like a 30, 45 minute hike that we had to hike with backpacks and stuff through the woods, through the jungle or whatever you want to call it yes. to get to this to this village out. Yeah, out in the middle of nowhere. Right. And and it was like this. So we went there. We was doing some work and, you know, in this village and everything like that. And and this is something we discovered the first night. The first night we discovered this very quickly. Once the sun goes down, everything stops. <laughs> Ain't nothing happened because <laughs> there's no electricity. It's dark. It's out in the middle of nowhere. You don't have no city lights or nothing like that. It's dark. It's pitch black. I swear you can't see the hand hey, in front yep. of your face. Yep. When the so if you're gonna work, whatever you're gonna do, you better do it while it's daylight. Because as soon as the <laughs> sun goes down, you're gonna get your yeah. good old oh oh what's another seven, eight, nine hours of worth of sleep. You're gonna get that sleep well, because that sun, that darkness gonna make you sleep. <laughs> work while it's day. Amen amen proverbs proverbs 3 and 27 it says do not withhold good from those who deserve it when it's in your power to help them amen. do not withhold the good amen. to those that deserve it within your when you have the power to fix it With third one this is the third and final shift in our paradigm and our thinking that we need to make a paradigm shift and that is to turn your hearts fully towards jesus amen live in the moment If you had 30 days, 30 days left to live, what would you do differently? How would you live your life differently? The third shift in our thinking that we need to make is to turn our hearts fully towards Jesus. We need to turn our whole heart toward Jesus. The problem is too many people are turning just a portion of their life toward Jesus and not all of their life, a portion of their heart toward Jesus, and not all of their heart toward Jesus. Does this mean that you are, you're going to be a perfect person? Does it mean you're going to be a, a saint per se? You know, No, we're imperfect beings you know, living in an imperfect body, in an imperfect world, serving a perfect God. He knows we're not going to be perfect, but we can still turn our hearts fully toward him. And my heart is fully toward my wife but I'm not perfect towards her. My heart ain't going nowhere else, but I'm not perfect toward her. Your heart needs to be fully turned toward Jesus. You know, many <clears throat> many of you have, have, have probably gone out and gotten the uh, COVID vaccine. We both have. And, and so you, you say, you know, you're fully vaccinated. You know, there are two shots And once you get the two shots, then you're fully vaccinated. And then they have booster shots, you know, to give you a little extra something, you know. And so, you know, you can go out and get the booster shot if you want the the booster shot. But if you have the two, this is what the CDC said. Or, yeah, Mm -hmm. if you have the two, then you are fully vaccinated. All right. What sense? Somebody tell me that. What sense does it make just to go get one shot? If you're going to get... A shot, you might as well go ahead and get two. Get it fully done. It don't make no sense just to do one. You're wasting your time. Go get the second shot. Be full, fully vaccinated. Stop playing around. You know, and, 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 and a lot of Christians today, they live their lives with just having a bit of Jesus, a little bit of Jesus. They don't have all of Jesus. They're not fully for Jesus. They're just a little bit for Jesus. It's like being it's just like having one vaccine, one vaccine shot and not two. Just go ahead and get two. Go ahead and give Jesus all. Here's, here, here, here is most people's mentality. So I told you all paradigm shift and our what and our thinking, right? So thinking number three, three is we need to give our turn our hearts fully toward Jesus. Let's take a mental shift, a paradigm shift. Our most people, they it, here's their mentality i'm gonna live my life or i'm gonna live my own life i'm gonna live my best life uh, that's what society tells us live our own life live your best life forget about what everybody else got to say forget about this forget about that live your life amen okay i'm gonna here's another mentality that we have i'm gonna go after the things that i want to go after i'm going after what i want to go after you know i'm gonna do me And then we say, do you, boo? Do you? I'm going to do me. If I don't do nothing else, I'm going to do me, right? Every now and then, you give Jesus just a little hand wave. Every now and then, you give him a little hand wave. You know, we give him a little shout out. Thank you, Jesus. You know, a little shout out every now and then. You know, we go to church and we give him one hour of our time. You know, we we give His church a, a little money every so often, a little tithe, a little offering every so often. You know, we 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 and we hold uh, the whole time that we're doing this. The whole time, um, uh, uh, the whole time, you know, we're like, you know, we we doing this. We're like, hey Jesus, you know, <laughs> hey Jesus, you know, I, I, I'm I'm gonna do my own thing. Hey Jesus. We're good. You know, we we give him a little bit of us, but we don't give him all of us. As long as we got a little bit of Jesus, then we're good. Every now and then, you know, things, they get rough and we'll pray and we'll say, help me, Jesus. I need you, Jesus. Every now and then, they get rough. We'll pray and we ask him for his help. You know, I got just enough to keep me good. I got just enough Jesus to keep me good. That just enough keeps you from really knowing him that just enough keeps you from really going in from really you know uh, 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 committing and and fully turning your heart to him don't wait till tomorrow to really get to know him get to know him today not tomorrow our lives is our lives are brief here today and gone tomorrow tomorrow might be too late turn your heart fully to jesus and not just partly. In closing, I wanna say this to you all, because life is brief, we need to have a paradigm shift in our thinking and on our uh, approach in life. God, ask God to turn our wins into nouns. Don't live a when then life, live a now life. Ask God to turn our intentions into actions. Don't just have good intentions, but carry through with your intentions and turn them into good actions the bible says to uh, uh, let your life si- uh, let your light shine so that men may see your good works your actions see your actions not your intentions and it says that when they see your actions they will do what they will glorify your father who is in heaven turn your heart the third thing turn your heart fully to Jesus closing quotes don't let yesterday use up too much of today i like that (laughs) sometimes we're focused too much on yesterday that we forget to focus on today we forget to focus on right now yeah yesterday gone Mm y'all we can't go back in time if anything we can go forward in time but don't forget about the present time amen next quote is this life becomes more meaningful when you realize the simple fact that you'll never get the same moment twice that there's times where i know god put something on my heart i know there was something i'm supposed and 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 god don't always have to put something on your heart for you to do good y'all you know what to do and it's sin if you don't do it right There's times there's opportunities, something that that was presented to us right there at that moment and we never seize it. We never take advantage of it. We never move on it. Guess what? That same moment does not come twice. It doesn't. Third quote is this, the moment is not found by seeking it, but by ceasing it. You don't look for moments, you cease it. You know, I have uh, my slogan for uh, Snapix Photography is this, turning moments into memories. Turning moments into memories. So when I'm working, when I'm doing something like, say, for instance, I'm doing a wedding, those are moments that can't be repeated. Those are moments that can't come twice. Those are moments that I can't miss. And so, you know, uh, I have to capitalize on it. I have to capture them. I have to get it. And once I get it, I got it. And then what? They become memories. Wouldn't you rather have some good memories? Some some positive memories, some impactful memories, something. Think about things that you did that, wow, that was good right there. Seize those moments. Amen. Don't seek them. Next one is this. Real generosity towards the future lies in giving all to the present. Did y'all hear that one? Real generosity towards the future lies within giving all to the present. Give it the, the present time, man. That, that, that falls in line with what I said, you know, turning moments into memories. The last one is here. And this is my quote. Y'all, So if y'all put this on Twitter, y'all, if y'all tweet this or anything like that, make sure y'all put my name on this one. This is my quote. And some of y'all gonna get it and some of y'all ain't. Live in the moment not for the moment.
0: If this message was a blessing to you and you would like to support this ministry in a financial way, you can donate electronically by texting to 84321 and enter the dollar amount you'd like to donate in the message area. Or you can mail a check or money order to Crosstown Church of Memphis, P.O. Box 40981, Memphis, Tennessee 38104. We invite you to visit our website at www.wearecrosstown.com for more information about our church. Join us for our next broadcast next Sunday at 10 a.m. Be blessed and be better.